to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. see pictures on my Instagram, Facebook, all that bullshit, but uh, dude, I swear to God, I thought I had been transported to 1982, 1983. There were so many fucking metal studs, black shorts, tight shorts on some of the ladies. Some of the ladies didn't need to wear them because they had too much to show. And it's stuff, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't like to look, because I do. I like to look a lot. I might tug on my root a little bit. It happens. No, you. I do not, sir. Uh, my friend Ricky tugs on his root. He'll tell you about it later. So anyway, um, no, it was pretty wild. I went to that, a thing called Hell's Heroes, which is a big death metal, extreme metal type festival here in Houston, and people from all over the world come to the thing. It was pretty cool though, but it was just surreal walking in this fucking thing. And all the black leather, the studs, like I said. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? And it's cool, man, because it wasn't just a bunch of old fucks like me. And I'm not old. I've told you that. Uh, It was younger people embracing this extreme metal, which fucking blew my mind. I thought it was pretty fucking wild. But that said, nothing crazy happened. I wish. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, There was a girl rubbing a guy's teeth. Uh, which was odd. Uh, hmm, nothing else. No, no, no titties came out. I wanted to see titties, but there were no titties yesterday for me. So, that said, Caleb, I bet you like titties. What's up, Ragman? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Titties are awesome. So, Caleb is my co-host today, uh, and we run together. We're, we're Thursday Run Club buddies. When we can run, we've both been ailing, I think. What did you, you hurt something, right? Yeah, I hurt my lower back, like, 
five weeks ago. Oh, sorry, this is John. He does have questions <laughs> for you. Shit, yeah. Yeah, I hurt my lower back, but I'm feeling better now. So. That's good. That's good. My calf's still fucked up, and he accuses me of being in a weird position, mm. slipping, hurting my leg while I was jerking off. But okay. it didn't happen that way. It was just running, and I don't know. It's, it's fucked up. But you know what's funny? Oh, I have a story. So... It was Alex. Was Alex there? Yeah, Alex. You, you two, yeah. and Brian, and we're walking. Oh, so, yeah. guys, yeah. We're, oh, we God. we do this alternate route when we, when we can't run. And I swear to God, it was fucking uh, Warren from something about Mary, but a Hispanic version in leather, or he had the little wristband with the spikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, did you see when he, he first, so we're, we're walking by this guy and it's like a weird like restaurant thing, could be a bar, restaurant, I don't, we did I, well, do you know what that yeah, is? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, it was kind of a mix of a restaurant and a bar, but then he asked us if we wanted to go to a bar, Yeah. but then we weren't <laughs> sure if he wanted to sell us bars or go to a bar. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, I think Alex like a bar like, what, Xanax or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, he leans into this tree and I think that's when he asked if we wanted to go to the bar, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And I, he looked like Warren. He just didn't have the earmuffs on. And I swore to God he was going to say Franks and Beans. But Franks anyway, he starts talking about Buddy Franks Brian and, and says, I'm Russian. I'm from Russia. Yeah. And But I, I gave it an accent. He did. He just said in Spanish, Tex, Tex-Mex Spanish. <laughs> and <laughs> my buddy's like, you don't walk like a Russian. And just fucked with him the whole time, and it was weird. I thought he was going to go nuts on us. Mm. Remember, so we got a few blocks away from him. He was still yelling at us. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's pretty weird. You're like, what the fuck's going to happen? Is this guy going to lose his fucking mind? We didn't know if he was mildly retarded. If I don't care if that's PC or not. I'm not PC on the show. Or on meth or some sort of drug. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Were you in fear of your life? No, I was with y'all, so I was like, it'll be all right. There were four of us to one mildly retarded meth head. Or whatever. He'll probably take Brian out first, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, hey, uh, let's talk music. You're in a band called Lagmine. Yep. Well, Caleb, tell us a little bit about you, real quick. Uh, you're from the, uh, Buffalo. Yeah. And you've been in Texas, now you're going back to Buffalo. Yeah, I've been in Houston 10 years, so just doing music stuff like that so what brought did music bring you to Houston yeah I met some friends up there and they were like come down here we'll help you find a band and stuff and it did work out so oh nice nice stayed stayed longer than I planned to I guess well I tell you what do you have a let's place not before we play like mine what's your style of music what do you dig I mean what's your kind of uh, upbringing in music because you're a younger uh, guy. I yeah. don't know how old you are. You're a lot younger than me, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely grew up listening to, like, Radiohead, stuff like that. Okay. Um, some Mars Volta, some prog rock, some... But then I got more into the singer-songwriter stuff later on, like Elliot Smith, so a little mixture of everything, really. So are you, are you progressive? Is it a progressive nah, it's not, or? but it'd be probably closer to your Radiohead than anything, but really? that's what we hear. Okay. A lot of people say Radiohead. I've heard Sunny Day Real Estate a few times people have said that, but 
kind of 90s ish. I got you. 90s is rock. What's your favorite Radiohead song? We'll play some. Uh, King of Limbs. King of Limbs. Let's do yeah. it. Cool. It's it's cool to I've had some younger people on my show. Getting their musical history and background is fascinating to me. Especially we did the show with Britt and Paige from Elderson uh, with the different upbringings. Britt being she had like the hair metal stuff from her mom, and then she had the more Oreo Speedwagon shit from her dad, more classic rock. So kind of a mesh. And then she got into like Faith No More, Nine Inch Nails, and then now she likes rap and other stuff. Kind of like. The metal munchkin, my daughter, where she, I made her a metalhead, and now she listens to no metal. So. <laughs> and the opposite. So my friend Ricky, I've known this guy forever. He's joined us today, and his son is a hardcore metalhead. Yes, he is, Carlito. He's uh, 16 years old, and he's a guitar player. I bought him his first guitar, and he loves everything his uh his big inspiration was nirvana believe it or not and but he's into everything from slayer to i know i know frank sinatra metal month too she loves it she loves awesome so so anyway uh i'm thirsty mr g will you get us a drink sir Today we've got a really good one. Oh, and I didn't tell you, we're live from Eureka Heights. So we are doing a live show here with Caleb and Ricky. Um, and we've got the new one called Who's House, which was brewed in honor of U of H. The Kooks, unfortunately, they lost last night. But, hey, better luck next year. 
You can do it, kid. They really lost that. Class? Yeah, they got. Was it just a championship? Yeah, they were in Sweet Sixteen, and they're they going home now. They were slated to be the winner. Yeah, what yeah. happened? They played like shit last night. They they couldn't do it. Well, uh, you can't win all the time. Right. So I don't have the leaderboard in front of me of what this is, but it's a double IPA, hazy. You know what Ragman likes. Uh, let me see if I can get some stats on this bitch. So it's a hazy IPA brewed with New Zealand hops. Six and a half ABV, zero IBUs. I don't think that was written up right. So just checking untapped and it's not giving me what I wanted. See here, but oh well. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at it. Very, very hazy. It looks like pineapple juice. Grapefruit. Literally no lacing on the glass, no head. That's okay. Uh, so appearance, you know me, I'm gonna pick a four because I just love the look of these hazy IPAs. Do a little bit of a sniff-arama there. So it's kind of dank. You smell dank notes, tropical notes. I know you're not drinking today, Caleb, but yeah, do you smell? Anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah, so very great. dank. So you smell I the tropical notes? Or I, I taste. Uh, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that yet. Oh, wow. We're just sniffing it. Oh, sniffing? Sniff it. Like, Great you just break. got your two fingers. Uh, oh, my God, your girlfriend's here. I can't say it. Oh, no, she's a... It's kind of like when you Thanks, John. You don't wash your hands for a week after you're a finger a chick? Hey... That, that deserves a round of applause for you, sir. <laughs> All right, so what do you smell? What aroma-wise, what do you get? Grapefruit. Really? Okay. Like a real, yeah, like not like a ruby red, but just like a normal grapefruit. You know, is what I get from it. Okay. So, as far as since you're helping me rate this today, appearance-wise, would you give? We do one out of four. Four being best, one being worst. On appearance, when you saw that, did you get a small chub and say, "I got to have that"? Or yeah, so yeah. would you give it, it a four? It was also recommended by the bartender and so, me and you. And but yeah, I like it. I like it thick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to see the sunlight coming out the other side. <laughs> so I'm gonna give the appearance a four. Okay. And I'll give it a five. Well, we don't do. We just do four. So okay. You, so four. you really love yeah, it. Yeah. What it. about aroma? What would you give the aroma? I would give it a, a four as well. Okay, I'm going to lean more three and a half, just because it's really dinky. How dare you! <laughs> but, here's a true test. Listen, cheers, my friend. Cheers, my friend. The taste. It is very citrusy, really bitter on the finish, like bitter grapefruit peel. But I get more of that grapefruit smell, army taste that you smell. Uh, but really dank. Really dank. I like that the taste lingers. And I like the fact that um, it's not, even though you would think it's bitter by looking at it, it's not. It's yeah. a very good beer. And I might switch up my hazy, hazy, juicy, juicy, whatever for a six pack of these. They sold out the first night, sir. Really? Yeah, eight cans. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimate rating here, uh, I kind of screwed the pooch. So... I'm gonna go three and a half. I'm not gonna give it a full four. I do like the taste. Um, I think aging it a little bit more, it's gonna get a little bit smoother and some of that dankiness is gonna come out of there. So, let's go to a song. Ricky, 
Yes. Why don't you pick a song? What's your What's your go-to song right now? If you have I one off the top, I think I should throw it back, my friend, to when we were young children, and I would probably say that uh, Island and I have known each other for quite some time. Who's he? And I. Oh, sorry. Well, Ragman and I have known each other since we were about 13, 14 years old. And uh, he turned me on to my first metal song that still sticks with me to this day. So I say let's play Twisted Sister, the kids are back. Nice. Little TS. So we're back, back to Caleb and Lagmine. So you play guitar, you singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, how long you been playing? Uh, well, I got a bass when I was 12, so I kind of that was my first introduction into like playing with bands and stuff. So just kind of like chilled in the back playing bass. Then I kind of started lead guitar around like 16, played in like, played in a couple of bands, playing just lead. And just kind of naturally progressed into writing songs around like 17, and I mean that was it. So I, I fell in love with like the recording process too. We got to go to his studio, and I was like, this is really cool, creating something, you know, that just something like the way you go into his studio, you walk out of there, it's all recorded. Yeah. It's just cool to listen back, stuff like that. So yeah. So, did you do the cover band thing before you started? I mean, with your first bands, were you doing the cover band thing, or did you go right in with like, let's start with originals? Oh uh, yeah, my very first band, yeah, we did covers like ACDC, Metallica, yeah. all, you know, Staples. You know what to expect from like, yeah. 12, 13 year olds. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I guess around like 16 is when we started creating our own music. So we did a mix of covers and originals just to so people knew when you go play at least people knew some of the stuff they were hearing yeah yeah you kind of have to do that I was in a band in the 90s uh, in college and we would play our, our covers but we would mix in about three or four originals and the originals seemed to do pretty well I just it just didn't work out with the timing and stuff and I, I kind of wish it would have it would have been more fun we never made it to any level. We just played for bar tap. So, I mean, that's most musicians. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. So, as far as guitar influence, are you? You like some of the older stuff? I know. We were talking that you listened to one of the shows. And you heard some Ozzy. You got turned mm -hmm. on to some Ozzy. So did Alex. Yeah, I got back into Ozzy recently. Like, 
I listened to your show and I was just at work and then I just went to Ozzy on Spotify and started listening to Black Rain again, that 2006 <laughs> album. Yeah. Brought back a bunch of memories. And, I just, like, and then I found out he released an album in 2022 and that was a solid album too, so. Yeah, I forget the name, Patient Number 9 or yeah, something like that. Or that like, was a song. I I heard a little bit with you, uh, the new Aussie, our last rock oh, Aussie. Oh, yeah, thing. the new Aussie? Yeah. Yes, uh, Patient Number 9. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Beck played a lot on there, and so did Eric Clapton. Um, who else played on there? Slash played. Taylor Hawkins played on the album. I would say that it, if I had to score it, like 10 being the best, I would probably give it a 6.5. Um, Zach plays on a couple of songs, but I think he was restrained, you know. But other than that, I mean, I, I, I didn't purchase it. I stole it. So. <laughs> oh, it's that producer guy. I think, I think, and I, I don't know Sharon Osbourne, but I, I think that she's, like, getting her hands in there, getting these guys and trying to make him more commercial, which I think Wendy, yeah. Dio, Wendy Dio tried to do that with Dio yeah. when they kicked Tracy or. They kicked Tracy out. Tracy yeah. left. Talk about Tra- uh, what's his last name? Rialba. Tracy G. Yeah, Tracy G. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Tracy left, they wanted to bring Craig Goldie in to get yeah. him more melodic. Yeah. And Tracy's like, I'm not a rhythm guy. I'm a lead guy. So you just hired another lead guy. If you're yeah. not gonna have me play lead, I'm done. Bye. Yeah. Nice knowing you. And I, I respect him so much for his integrity. Never asked him if he ever regrets that. I don't think he does. So because I've talked to Billy Sheehan years ago. And he did something similar with David Lee Roth when they did the Skyscraper record. Yeah. They recorded it, and Billy's like, this ain't... Which I wasn't a big fan of. <laughs> well, Billy's like, this ain't my style of music, man. There's nothing. I'm not a pop bass player. Yeah. I'm a musician. I liked Eat Him and Smile. I thought that all the oh, musicians were freaking incredible on that. It made such a... It was so humongous. I mean... Production, producing, everything. You felt like you were there listening to it, you know. But Skyscraper, no, it was very personal to him. I could tell, you know. Um, Hina, he wrote it about his grandmother. I'm a skyscraper. My favorite song, though, is Hot Dog and a Shake, you know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I, you know Billy just turned like 70. Yeah. Imagine that. 70 years old and still a master. It's crazy. Damn. It's crazy. So, how do you hook up with Lagmine? When so you leave Buffalo and you come here, you meet up with these bands. So was this already an established band, or did y'all kind of form as you met each other? Yeah, my buddy James. Like I moved in with him. I was like 19 at the time, so that's my first experience living in a house with roommates and stuff. And he, I just pretty much told him I'm looking for a drummer because we were kind of making songs together. Uh-huh. But uh, then he, he just uh, was working with this guy, and uh, yeah, Johnny, our drummer, he's been our drummer the whole time, he rips, but uh, he just came and like tried out, and he was like super talented, so we were just kind of like, I wonder if he wants to play with us, yeah. kind of became like a reverse tryout, nice. but uh, <laughs> and, yeah, he, he was down, so yeah, he's played on all the records that we've made this whole time. Then uh, James also knew the bass player. He he was living in Brazil at the time, but he came back to Houston, and yeah, he's awesome too. And he's, you know, we've just all been playing together for the past ten years, making records. So it's just kept working. And uh, we added a keyboard player. Oh, nice. Uh, Izzy, 
around four, around four years of playing together. We, we met her and she just, she creates her own songs as well. She's got her own project, but she just kind of like helped. At the beginning, she didn't play on the first album, but then our newer EP, she's created a lot of guitar parts, layering, and some keyboard parts, so. Oh, nice. So it's a four piece at this point. Let's play a song. Do okay, you have cool. a song in mind you'd like to play? Yeah, we could listen to Destiny. Let's do that. The way it turns on us It doesn't take much To fall You say it just needs time But time So tell me a little bit about Destiny, how it came together, the vibe of it. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned Radiohead being a huge influence, singer-songwriter stuff. In the, the, the music I have heard from you guys, it's very singer-songwriter. I got the Radiohead thing, a little bit of maybe a mellower Alice in Chains, kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I got out of it. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see, Aero Destiny in 2018. Uh-huh. So, uh... Yeah, I just came up with the the riff and the lyrics just in the same day, really. And then uh, just uh, Johnny came over to practice like the next day and just came up with that beat. And it sounded awesome with the guitars. And then, uh, I mean, later on the keyboards came in, the bass came in, and it all just came together like that. It's a pretty quick process. Nice. Most of the songs are just pretty quick. I'll just sit at home, write the song, write the lyrics, and then uh, just everyone, else, I'll send it out to everyone, they'll create their own parts. So. Oh, nice, okay. So it's usually how it goes. What's uh, lyrically, what's behind the lyrics in the song we just played? Mm. Yeah, just uncertainty, I guess. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Well, you know what's funny is when I used to write songs, because I used to play years ago, some of them were just like, I was just trying to get shit to rhyme. Yeah. And then there were other times, I wrote a concept record that I maybe three people heard. Because <laughs> it was in me, like uh, program drums, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And I had this whole story about a serial killer and stuff like that. And I was like so proud. I worked so hard on that thing. I wish, this on cassette, I wish I could, I got to get a cassette player. It'd be fun to listen to that again, see how good or bad it was. <laughs> Uh, Ricky and I actually toyed with a song called Three Times Three. Oh, uh, yes, ago. it was a Depeche Mode knockoff. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah, Depeche Mode knockoff. It's in the vault. 
Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that's where it's you know, it stays. stays. <laughs> you know, cassette tapes are coming back around nowadays. Wow. And they're expensive. just getting so sick of the... I mean, it's just like cool to have a different version than the digital. Here's something a little more hazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was talking about cassettes. So they're not cheap either. Really? If you want to walk, man, it's like I remember back in the day oh, yeah. we would pay like twenty-five, thirty dollars for the sucker. That was a lot. Now they're like eighty, a hundred. Yeah. So they brought back the Sony style. brought back the walk. Oh my god! Yes. That's funny. I had the disc man. Uh, I don't think I had one of them. Yeah. I was um, from a poor but proud family. Uh, <laughs> of 13. No. Yes. The 13th was a dog. <laughs> What's So, you guys, when, when did your last EP come out? Uh, well, I did an acoustic one that came out in January, but before that, like the real full band one, that was uh, August 2022. Okay. So, not too long ago. So what happens with Lagman now? And well, before that, hold on. Did you guys play out much? Did you have many gigs around town, or we we did like kind of pre-COVID days for like the first couple of years. We would play maybe five, six shows a year, not too much. So yeah. Um, but we mostly care about. Well, I mean, personally, I cared about just making the best record you can make, like yeah. recording-wise. And, uh, I mean, since COVID, I just, I mean, I got super into running and stuff, and uh, it just kind of, like... It happens. We played, like, one show for the EP release, that was it. And I played, like, an open mic recently, but other than that, nothing really. We yeah. did do a live, one live, you know, everyone during COVID, during Street? the lockdown, everyone was doing live streams. Oh, yeah, that's pretty so, cool, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. How'd yeah. that work out? Was it, did it work out pretty well? Yeah, it was decent. Oh, nice, nice. No, I know, like, the pandemic, I mean, I started running during the pandemic, and I went Same. hardcore yeah. on the podcast, where I was interviewing people all over the world, and I was going through a divorce, it was the only thing that kind of kept me sane, exercise and the podcast, uh, but coming out of the pandemic stuff, it shut down and all that shit, it was like, fuck, it's on. You know, I'm a single man after 26 years. Yeah. And the podcast kind of fell by the wayside a bit. But now we're back. And uh, Genghis, uh, you guys have heard, he was on a couple shows ago. So he will be back again. So we'll do that again. But uh, right now I'm flying the flag for the Right to Rock. It's a Ragman show. And then Genghis joins in when he can. So I get it, man. Stuff like that. So would you say the pandemic is in effects of that? have brought you to the decision to say, you know, I think I'm going to go back to New York? Yeah, it's hard to say. I wouldn't say that specifically, but just kind of, I mean, yeah, I did have a change in lifestyle, and I still do enjoy making music, and I will always make records, like, even remotely, you know, I figure if I write a couple songs, send them over, with Google Drive now. Oh, yeah, so easy. Yeah, yeah. You just write a song, send it to them. They can create their parts if they're still down, obviously, and then you know send the tracks to the studio and then kind of work remotely that way. So do, is Lagmine done, or are y'all just kind of like on yeah. a hiatus? And yeah, we'll probably just do stuff as you can. Yeah, just if if I can. Keep creating music, and they're still willing to play on the tracks. Then we'll just keep going. Even if I just 
do acoustic records from now on out, like solo stuff. I still just kind of all market it as Lagline because it's just easier. Well, I think since when I was playing too, I had a band or trying to get the band together, but I was writing and playing acoustically live. That's how I met my ex-wife. Well, I met her prior to that, but she went to one of my gigs where I opened up for a set of friends where they had a full band. But I enjoyed the acoustic just being up there. It's all me, right? But I love the band too, where I'm like, I could be more of a nut, you know, and yeah. have more fun. So, oh, yeah. what, what do you prefer? Do you prefer more of the solo acoustic thing or the band format? Definitely playing with the band yeah. is always way more fun. And it's not just you up there, it feels weird. It's just like, it's cool. I mean, all the members of Lagmind are like, drummer, bass, key, everyone's super talented, so it's kind of nice. When you don't believe in yourself, you're like, well, everyone else is shredding, so I got at you. least there's that, you know. I got you. Well, i tell you what, we're going to take a break and play a song. Uh, this is a band I'm going to go see, I think, on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, no, that was more Middle Eastern what I just did, right? No, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much Mexican, yeah. yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotta get some tacos on Cinco de Mayo, get me some Bud, I mean, Dos Equis in Modelo. Yeah. Modelo, man, come on, man. No, no good, senor, no good. <laughs> no bueno, no bueno. So no bueno. anyway, I'm gonna meet my friend Haley that I, uh, you guys have heard me talk about her. I met at So What? And she and I have both decided. So what this year is not going to be on our concert calendar, just because the lineup's not that strong. But this is a band that she and I are going to go see on Cinco de Mayo called Hollow Front. They got a brand new, or not a brand new, it's not a brand new song. It's a song I like though. It's all called Comatose. Question for you, and I got a question for you, sir. Sure. As we wind down the Ragman show. So, I'm going to pose this to Caleb first. So, I'm an old, older, sport. Oh, I'm not old. Fuck that old. I, You're fucking old, motherfucker. I'm not Sorry. older than you, sir. Your balls hit the fucking water every time you take a shit. That's, are you watching me, sir? Yeah, I think he's had cameras installed in all the laboratories. Have you seen everything? <laughs> I can sometimes mute him, and I just said that. That's I fucking freaked out that there's cameras in all the right drawer toilets. Uh, so anyway, uh, Caleb. So being a more seasoned music listener, I started off with the stuff that Ricky and I grew up listening to, more classic metal. We were blessed to grow up in the birth and dawn of metal. But the older I've gotten, 
I progressively, I would say about three or four years ago, I met a friend, Shelby, introduced me into a bunch of this newer stuff, pop punk, stuff like that. And pop punk, it's not all pop punk, it's almost like newer metal too. But the music's just more energetic, it's more brutal, and I fucking love it. And seeing those bands live, I love. And I'm not as big a fan of seeing some of the older dinosaur acts that I grew up seeing back in the day. So, what do you think of, I mean, first off, I want to kind of know what your music selection is right now, have you play a song, but do you see yourself like you graduated from 90s, you know, Radiohead, bands like that, and then how have your musical tastes changed? I mean, mine are weird because I was metal, 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 all that until about four or five years ago, and I'm like, oh shit, I like this other stuff. There's, there's good stuff going on here. So a lot of my friends are like, I respect you for never leaving metal, and I never have, but now I'm getting into this newer genre of whatever you want to call them now. And New metal. Yeah, yeah, but getting away from some of the classic stuff where I still like to listen to some of that, but if you listen to my Spotify or see my Spotify playlist, there's hardly any of that on there. It's all these newer bands, so. Yeah, great question. Yeah, so kind of tell me what your thoughts are on that. Um, I mean, I've definitely listened to more and more heavier music more recently, and I think there's some great, like, great heavy stuff going on right now. There's a band from Austin, Texas called Portrayal of Guild. It's probably my favorite. Oh, really? They're kind of like a mix of hardcore and black metal. Oh, wow. And, uh, really? They're a three-piece. What are they called? Portrayal of Guilt. Portrayal of Guilt. I'm going to look Yeah, they're a three-piece. Do they have anything on uh, YouTube? Oh, they have tons. Yeah, they have a bunch of music out. Let's let's play a song from them. Okay. Pick one. We Are Always Alone is what okay. I'd like to hear. Let's do it. Okay, so that said, I mean, do you think that you're getting into more heavier stuff now as a whole and you'll progressively do that? And second question to that is, do you think it will influence your writing style as a musician? Or, because let me say one more thing. I, I've got a big mouth, you know this. But when I wrote, when I was playing music, I love metal, but I wrote more of an alternative style in my music. And I wanted to write that great, like, 80s Motley Crue, Winger, whatever song, but I never could. It was always 
kind of went into a darker like cure or something like that and just got a darker vibe to it so let me i'm just curious as a musician yeah i mean i don't know it hasn't affected my songwriting a ton a ton at this point because that music's just so so different compared to the way i learned to play guitar but if i did i'm sure if i sat down and tried to learn some of the songs it would make its way into my own songs gotcha so yeah i mean it's kind of like you learn your instrument a certain way and it just it's hard to break that yeah yeah but i mean there's a lot of great heavy bands right now like i also like rivers of nile they're another they're heavy yeah they're very heavy they drop a lot of good music so yeah, I mean, people are always like, oh, the good music's in the past, and I'm like, you just gotta look look a little harder, because yeah, yeah. it's exactly. not like in your face, like it used to just yeah, be exactly. like on the radio, and none of that is on the radio, you know? Right, right. I did hear them play uh, Rivers of Nile at Brash. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. and I was like, That's wow, very brashy really, of them. This is very cool. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, Rick, I'm gonna throw the mic to you, sir. You know, I, you heard all the stuff that came out of my mouth to Caleb about where I'm at musically, and you rode in the car with me, and I had my Spotify playlist on. Your son was cringing in the back seat on some <laughs> of the music I was playing. Well, you were playing the Go Go's. What do you expect? <laughs> where do I stand? I like Cindy Lauper a lot. Well, I would have fucked her about 30 years ago. Today, no. Well, girls just want to have fun now. She does. She wrote. She rode me like a girl that wanted to have fun, like a little pony. <laughs> like a little, what are they, Shetland pony? A Shetland pony? What are the Shetland pony. You know, you know, long hair, big mane, get tight your, ass. <laughs> get the fingers out of your ass. What? I can't hear you. I mean, your ears. <laughs> okay. Where do I stand? Yeah, where do you um, stand? Right now with like the, my musical choice, yeah, and yeah. her and I were talking about before we left the house, I told her, I was like, I wish that we have like this big thing that just happened here recently with uh, you know this death metal doom or not even doom just death metal pretty much yeah speed metal but I myself I was into that but now I'm really into like stoner freaking rock and roll okay and doom metal I love electric wizard I like um, King Jesus stuff like that I love Sam Sarah blues experiment they're out of another country, who the hell knows where, but... And Sam Sarah has songs that freaking last, like, no bullshit, 20 fucking minutes, and you don't get bored. Oh, wow, nice. Yes, yeah. so it's awesome. I like that. I wish we could have a festival here in this town that would showcase something like that. It sucks that we don't, you know, but um, hopefully some of you out there who maybe have some pull can put something together and stuff like that, so... I also, I was never into like black metal, death metal, but I've been getting into it a quite bit more. It kind of got me that way, and I, I really do like shit like that. I mean, it's just, it's not heavy, it's, or should I say, it's not speed, it's just heavy. Right. So it kind of reminds me of a heavy 70s sound. Picture, you know, when the levee breaks with a good production. Bah, bah, bah you know type of deal yeah. so that's how I feel about it but yeah I've been getting into that I like that I like to listen to it uh, who's a band uh, King's Buffalo is another one that I found that were badass they just keep popping up on me and I love it I wish they would come to town but they don't come here so well why don't you pick a song from one of those bands that you're really digging right now I would say that if I'm going to do that then let's go ahead and do something like um, 
Electric Wizard, Drugula. Let's do it. Alright, so I'll play my song. Can I? <laughs> yes. Nine! Nine! <laughs> so this is a newer band, or not really new anymore. I think they've been around 15, 20 years. A band called Silverstein. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know them very well. They got a brand new song called Poison Pill. It's so fucking solid. I really dig it. So let's play that. In love with the feeling We're chasing a ghost If we got what we want would we ever even know? Twisting the meaning So it fits in the frame There's a gun in the mirror But it doesn't kill the pain I can't believe The menace is the poison Guys, thank you so much for joining me today here on the Ragman Show on the Rock.com, as you know. Your favorite place to stop for rock and metal, mate. 
Well, I mean, where else are you going to go to get all your information on the new bands and everything than this podcast is how I see it. So if you're not listening, then you're not in tune. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. But uh, guys, I want to thank you for joining me, and I want to thank everybody for all the kind words. Check me out every week and saying you laughed once or twice and learned something, maybe. I don't know. But before we go, we got to do something. And it's new every time, so not everybody knows the chance. So we're all going to say porn song. So guys, before we let you go, we're going to give you three big porn songs.